Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Deadline's new Hollywood podcast. My name is Dina Ray Ramos, and I am here with my co-host Amanda Duca. And on this episode, we have the wonderful Winston Duke, star of Black Panther, which uh, we actually saw Black Panther um, before interviewing him, so it helped out a lot. But we didn't <laughs> talk about, we didn't give any spoilers. No or anything. spoilers, no spoilers. So, um, so Winston plays uh, um, Mbaku. Mbaku. Uh, um, I don't want to say if he's a villain or a hero. He's, no, no, but this is definitely, we, we will say this is a breakout role yeah, for him. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, it is a breakout role for him. He, he was also on Person of Interest, mm-hmm. and he's been, he's been in theater, and um, he talks about going to school with uh, Lupita Nyong'o at Yale. A very good conversation. It, he was a great person to talk to about, about a lot of things. He's yeah. very knowledgeable, very good storyteller. <laughs> a very good uh, storyteller. So without further ado, here is Winston Duke. The revolution will be live. Thank you, Winston, for being here. Awesome. Very excited to have you. So, just we want to just know where did you get your desire to act? Ah, man. Well, I come from... I was born in Trinidad and Tobago. Mm -hmm. uh, If you know anything about Caribbean culture, it's a deeply, like, storytelling culture. Yeah. Everything turns into this giant, prolific, epic story. Yeah. Like, you know, a guy tells you about going to get ice cream, and (laughs) he's like, I met a man, (laughs) and... There's always a man. There's a man, (laughs) and, you know, this guy gave me not one, you know, not two, you know, <laughs> three scoops, you know. <laughs> and you're like, so you got three scoops of ice cream. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like everything turns into this like epic adventure with a twist and a turn. And maybe there was some nuts put on top of that mm-hmm. ice cream. You know what I mean? So, uh, and there's always, you know, I come from a place where there's a lot of folklore and all these things. So like as kids, you know, the older people, and the community would tell us all these folklore stories about, you know, kids who weren't uh, baptized and their spirits. The, they, some of them died and their spirits still, you know, inhabit the, the forests and things like that. And those spirits lure little children away. So don't play in the forest. Mm-hmm. Or like, don't go anywhere without your parents kind of as a warning. So I grew up with storytelling deep in my culture. And then when I moved to the United States, um, I became kind of... Uh, reclusive um so theater actually became this way to interrogate myself and for me to start you know coming into my own and interrogating my identity Mm -hmm. and finding it so storytelling really is intrinsically part of me from you know my dna to my expression Mm -hmm. and you came to this country when you were about 10 years old. Okay, yeah. okay cool. So, so, so I mean, being obviously being black and being an immigrant and then also being super tall, because there's not that many... <laughs> it's not, trifecta. Because there's not yeah. that many, I mean, there's not that many tall, mm-hmm. like, super tall actors. Like, I mean, obviously yeah. you must have faced a lot of obstacles yeah. coming up in this business. Yeah, so, you know, just... Because I go in, I do my best work, and, yeah. you know... Uh, as a result of not always getting the role, I also resolved to not always go into the room and try to book the job. Mm-hmm. I try to go into the room and win the room. Because if I can make great relationships in that room, 
the casting would bring me back. The casting would go, he's a talented guy and we can think of him for something else. Mm -hmm. Even if, you know, maybe a producer somewhere says, he looks like my brother and I hate my brother. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not going to cast him. Whoa. I'm not going to cast him for this reason. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it was always this thing. I even used to say, I, I put on my IMDb profile that I was 6'4 when I'm really 6'5 and a half. Oh my, mm. so you lied about your height. I mean, so yeah. You lie about your height. That's a new that's one. You lie about your height. People typically lie about their age. I've yeah, never heard Because it just, it turns into this really intimidating thing. Yeah. And people think that once you're above 6'4, for some reason, 6'5. What is it? Is it, is it like a, a framing half. thing? Like what? I like mean, like technical, like is it yeah, like a technical why are people thing? So... Uh, no, I think it's because it draws a lot of attention. Okay. Okay. So if okay. I'm in a scene with a shorter person, they may be the actual lead. Oh yeah, yeah, that's oh, true. You take, yeah, okay. yeah my sense. size and my height might just be pulling attention away that if we're sense. sharing the same frame that makes and it's sense. not a close up. Okay, and then, like, dig a hole and <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> know so because they've they've made it so easy for shorter actors yeah. and they've made shorter actors look like the standard and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. you know, it just it's a question of equity. Mm -hmm. Like we all deserve not just the same opportunities but ways to make the playing field even yeah mm -hmm. so that that concept of equity you know stems right from race to so many yeah. other things yeah race gender sex everything that it's just a conversation of equity and that's one of the things that i faced just with height so you you star in a small movie called black panther <laughs> i know it's you know just a little no, indie, no one's heard of it it's yeah. a little indie <laughs> thing small that's budget. being done you I mean, know yeah. and um, no, uh, but for like uh, me and amanda we, we saw it I, I just oh, want to get man. this out of the way. <laughs> Dina. I was shook to my core in that movie. I mean, I think, yeah. I think everyone was, and I was just so happy about it. Um, um, but when you first read the script to Black Panther, mm -hmm. um, first off, how familiar were you with the, that, that, the comic books? And how, when you were reading it, how did you, how did you think the story that Ryan wrote uh, compared to the real world, like parallels? Well, I was always a really big comic book fan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, first coming to this country, that was one of my first inlets into learning about American culture. And comic mm. books really have always been a really great reflection of American culture and media for uh, a culture at every given moment of large influx and change in American culture. You know what I mean? So I... Unbeknownst to me, I was learning a lot about America, you know, reading, you know, DC and Marvel, reading Superman, which is a very American creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman yeah. is super American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so is, you know, Captain America and, 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 and uh, Spider-Man and the mutants and all these different things. Um, but... One of the first things I did, because I didn't right away get the script. Mm -hmm. So what I did on the interim was I got to start learning about Black Panther because I didn't know much about Black Panther. I knew he existed. Mm -hmm. And I saw his character in some cartoons on Netflix. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Or, you know, things like that. So I went to, like, my neighborhood comic book store and the guy recognized me because it was, I think, the week before it was put out that I, I got the job. Yeah. And he recognized me and was just like staring at me. <laughs> and it wasn't like the negative tall black man in a store being right? watched. <laughs> Look, like he was like, 
Mm. He's like, oh, I know who you I are. I know who you are. He was like smiling like, and like. He's like, uh huh. Like yeah. kind of like nodding and winking. I was like, this that's, is it. That's not creepy. This isn't creepy. Yeah, I'm like, well, it's not the usual creepy. I'll take yeah, this yeah, one, yeah, you yeah. know, instead of like, do you need help? No, no, right. <laughs> Can I help you? Can I, exactly. Yeah, that, that one. Um, <laughs> so he recognized me and then he just pulled every single comic that Mbaku had ever been in. Mm. God, that's a lot. his history at Marvel. Yeah. And he placed it on the table and said, this is for you. Good luck. Oh, my gosh. And that was my first encounter with just the community around this comic. Yeah. Yeah. But around Black Panther and just also the comic book community around films. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So that really put me in a really great place, and, and I started feeling the support. Um, so I started working that way, and then I started reading the Reginald Hudlin ones, which uh, were, those had a, a specific view of Wakanda, a specific view of Wakanda and internal life and the pride that these people have for their country and why their country is distinct and their own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I really started learning. And that is one of the themes that really struck a chord with me that I think once I read the script, I found that there. Mm-hmm. But I was able to attach myself to that more because I was exposed to the Hudlin mm-hmm. uh, run and you know Hudlin actually made a very big choice not to use M'Baku because of the man-ape thing yeah Um, and like the problematic Mm -hmm. uh, nature of the the naming Mm -hmm. um, behind him so he actually I I read his foreword and everything and he said that he actually said you know straight up uh, a really iconic figure within this brand is Mbaku Manape, and I just couldn't bring myself to like mm. deal with that in my yeah. uh, in my run, and I thought that was interesting. Um, but I I got a lot out of it, and then I read a couple more about like you know the, I think it was the Cree or something invasion, yeah, yeah, and that really told me about like the sacrifices and what these people are prepared to do for their country and and how they define their patriotism, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, and I feel that's something that helped me understand M'Baku's place and how he views his own idiosyncratic patriotism inside Wakanda. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I found a lot of parallels. Yeah. But there's nothing that I could, I feel like I could say specifically before this film comes out. Yeah, no, I was just about to say that because people ask about the movie and Mm. like people have seen it, right? And I can't talk about it without Mm -hmm. giving it away. That's, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's like an, that's interesting. And it just has so much. So I yeah. feel like it is hard. And it's all, I feel like I also have a duty to let people unpack this film for themselves yeah. Yeah. and experience it for themselves and, you know, let them digest, ingest, digest, and then kind of come to terms with it yeah. themselves without. Yeah telling you my thoughts on it. It was really yeah. hard when people were like, oh, what did you think? And I'm just like, I, I, there's a, I have a lot of thoughts. I gotta go but home it's and like, sit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I don't want, I'm, I'm usually, yeah. usually I don't care about spoiling movies yeah. for people, especially yeah. if they don't care about I'm like, yeah. I really want you to see this movie and, yes. and let's let's have the conversation afterwards. Yeah. But and I, I think that's what's first. really powerful about yeah. the film is yeah. that it evokes conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you, you touched on this a little bit because you, know, you, you touched on how you related to the story. When I was watching it, 
the, the thing that stuck out to me was how it covered nativism and cultural identity mm-hmm. and how there's a certain character who I, I, yeah, I'm not going to give anything Just, away. Yeah, that's a, that's, yeah, that's, a, a, that's, a, that's enough. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a theme. That's enough. That's there's a, a character. Yeah. There, there's a character. And <laughs> they're in a like, place. David's like, don't ruin it yeah. for me either. Yeah. No, it's just yeah. because... Uh, like, that's, that was, those are big themes. Yeah, exactly. cultural identity. Like, yeah. I, I'm a first generation. I was Filipino-American, born mm-hmm. here. And well, I... We both are. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, well, I'm not I, Filipino. <laughs> you are who you say you are. I'm not going to question it. No, but because, like, I've had struggle with my identity mm-hmm. just because I'm a first-generation where I'm, like, if I go back to the Philippines, I'm, like, all, I'm not Filipino enough. And if mm-hmm. I go back come here, I'm not American enough. Mm-hmm. But how did you connect with that whole, as, you know, an immigrant yourself, mm-hmm. d- did you connect with that storyline at all? I did. Um you know, I, as an immigrant, I feel like you do go through that because I came here quite young. I came here between nine and ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a lot of my formative years and a lot of like my cultural identity was kind of formed between those years of you know one to nine or ten. Mm-hmm. And then, as a young adult, I'm learning what it means to be American and how to try to be a better American to fit in because I'm not yet an adult and I'm still deeply impressionable and I just still want to be quote unquote cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is something that you have to kind of define for yourself but the media is trying to define it for you mm-hmm. and telling you what that means and not explaining to you the history behind the politics of cool. You know what I mean? So there's so much that was wrapped into it. So I did for a very long time feel like I'm not American enough, but if I go home, I'm definitely not Trinidadian anymore. I don't even deeply have that accent unless I really try and Mm -hmm. do that or I'm talking to people and it becomes easier. You know what I mean? So like you don't feel that way. When I go home, actually... So they they import a lot of cars, mm-hmm. and you know when you buy a car, they'll if it's a used car, sometimes it'll come from China or something, and it's called a foreign used. Yeah. And when I go home, they're like, yeah, 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 he's from here, but he's foreign used. A foreign used car. So they're like, you know, he's foreign used, but he's one of us. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Um, that idea of cultural identity um, and belonging. Um, definitely resonated with me, um, and I feel like you know it's it's a very strong path to take, and mm-hmm. it's something that a lot of audience in some way deal with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not just cultural identity of if you're an American citizen. There's just different subcultures present in the country, mm-hmm. in this country, in many countries yeah. actually. Um, that people are like, you know, I feel like this. I come from this place, but I feel more like I belong and I identify with these people and their experiences. Or I don't just identify, I empathize with these people yeah. and their experiences, which makes me feel like I could be closer to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah. I do, I get it. Yeah. You know, I get it and I, 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 I empathize with it. Um, but as it, as an actor in the story, I got the, I get the, I got the theme, but it wasn't something that I myself was, mm-hmm. you know, had to, to shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie, it, it's, it's gonna do, it's done already, and it's gonna do so much for, of course, you know, of the course, community. Of I mean, course. even and many communities. I, yeah, yeah, many yeah. communities, and then, I mean, it's since it's been announced, like you know, the black community has been all in for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what, what for the people that are not part of, part of that like marginalized group that have been starving for content like this? What what do you think they can take from this from this movie? Oh God, I feel a strong thing because this movie doesn't really give any answers. I think it really what it does well is it contributes to a larger conversation. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And one theme that I believe. Is, is what's the responsibility you have to your country? Yeah, yeah, that's good. What is the responsibility that you, that you have to your country? Do you blindly follow the leadership and blindly follow whatever at the time is a popular idea, or or are you as a citizen and what defines your citizenship is your task and duty to hold your country accountable for its actions? and its trajectory mm-hmm. yeah. you know wow. and yeah yeah and i feel even if you know the race politics that are there aren't are lost on you or doesn't mm-hmm. deeply impact you or isn't something that you are directly attached to right away i feel like there's something for everyone yeah. to really engaging conversation about yeah no it's definitely the, the movie has a lot of purpose yeah in it, you know yeah it's um to me it's different than any marvel movie that no. yeah, yeah. It's, how it's, i describe it, it is yeah. it's really it's it, a wakandan story yeah that takes place in the marvel cinematic universe yeah that's yeah a good, that's you know a, what i mean a, yeah that's a great way of i mean it. yeah. it's just dope to look at like I, like i've ne- it's like nothing i've ever seen before and i think i love what Marvel Studios is doing like they they've done with Thor Ragnarok they mm. brought us into this like whole different world that we've never seen before but kind of kept with like the MCU yes mm-hmm. and then the same thing yes. with uh Black Panther yes. is like they brought us to this like world we've new never landscape seen. Yeah. that you've never seen but it's new still, culture it's yeah connected. but it's still within the universe it's still within the DNA yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 but yeah yeah it, which was Definitely really different. and that's what I feel like that is Wakanda you know what I mean and that's really that's what's really powerful and there's so much to take away mm-hmm. from it even if you're just gonna be uh, immersed in the spectacle of it yeah mm-hmm. you know What was the last series that you binge watched? Ozark. Oh, that's, good one. Ozark. That's on a good Netflix. one. Yeah. What's Jason? Jason Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Amazing. Um, so you know, reboots are like the hot thing now, like mm-hmm. reboots, remakes. Um, so if you could be a part or or make a reboot or a remake of a film or TV mm-hmm. series, which one would it be? Bad Boys. Winston Duke. Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> <laughs> Winston Duke and Daniel Kaluuya. That's a good Yeah, Winston Duke and Daniel Kaluuya, bad boys. Let's, Go let's for manifest it. that. Manifest. Yeah, manifest. even though I think that manifest. they're doing like a, a female version of they're that. Doing a, yeah, yeah, for a TV yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like they could still be a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's I like that. how you go really quick with You don't click with the cast. You don't click with the cast. Ryan to direct it. Ryan will direct it. That would be nice. Throw it up. Is there a movie or TV show that people would be surprised that you love? Mm. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Golden Girls. 
I binge watch Golden Girls constantly. Constantly. Those jokes, that the writing of that holds up so well. That does. It doesn't get old. Yeah. And it's so quick. It's so quick. Rapid so fire, rapid yeah. fire. Those women smart. are super witty. Yeah. It is Rich. smart. Who is your favorite Golden Girl? Oh, God. You know, I love Blanche. I love, like, like Blanche is just like this debutante, like, just <laughs> out of touch with reality. <laughs> While being deeply in touch with reality, which yeah. is why she performs her her herself like that. Yeah. Um. I love Rose. <laughs> Rose. She steals the show. Rose, for me. Yeah, Rose, Rose. is the, the mom, right? No, Ro- no, no, Rose, Rose is, is the oh, Betty White. White. Wait, what's the mom? What's the that's uh, Sophia? Sophia. 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 Sophia is the expert. Hey, <laughs> Sophia right. is everything yeah, to me. Sophia. It's just like I love them all. They all have everything. B. Arthur is just yeah. Do- yeah Shadezilla. She is the queen of shade. Oh my god. Zilla. She invented shade. Yeah, yeah. I love we'll it. Give it, yeah, to I, love it. I, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm can't. so glad to hear you love Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in there. I'm in there. Um, and honestly, I'll be obviously I'll be remiss if I didn't ask. But what can you tell us? And you can make it as broad as you would like. Mm-hmm. What could you tell us about Infinity War, and what to expect? Um, what to expect? I feel like Black Panther really sets up a new world and a new language and a new lexicon and landscape for the MCU to just start to play in. And then Thanos enters and shakes it to its Of course. Yeah. And I think it's wow. going to be a very exciting ride to go so on. Excited. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So excited. That's great. So everything that's built up, we'll see. We can't yeah, wait. We, we saw that preview in the, in the trailer where there's this huge, there is a huge war going on somewhere in Wakanda. That's all I know. <laughs> that's all. That's all yeah. we, we see everyone running. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. all, okay, yeah. something's going yeah. down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So our last question, we ask this to all our guests. Um, what underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it be an actor, director, writer, producer, or creator, do you want to give a shout out to, or do you think deserves more recognition? Do I don't know if she's underrepresented, but I feel it's time Lupita Nyong'o gets to like lead a film. And uh, I'm here for that. Lead yeah. a film and lead a franchise. It's and coming. just like she's gonna, yeah. show the great artistic monster and, 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 you know, juggernaut that she is. It's about time. She's, I I mean, she has a couple of projects that she's producing. So her time is here, but it's going to like, it's kind of like, she's kind of like this, I think she's kind of like this Beyonce thing going on. Like, she's like, oh, I have something in store for y'all. Y'all just don't I know. know. I'm exactly. going to drop it on a Tuesday <laughs> exactly. around three. No, no promoting, no anything. <laughs> just drop it. And you guys went to, yeah. y'all, y'all went to yeah, school Yeah, we went together. to Yale School of Drama yeah. together. Oh, wow. So, uh, we're old you, friends. At the same time? Yeah, oh, nice. yeah. So I was one year under her. So, oh, cool. Um, you know, they, it's a very small acting program. Yeah. So they take in like 16 actors per year. Isn't that, isn't yeah, that cool so to see like close. you guys all kind of... There's so many of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many. There's uh, Asia, Naomi King mm-hmm. on uh, mm. How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, Marcus Henderson who was in Get Out. Oh, God. Uh, Trey Byers who's in... Um, Empire. Empire. Yeah, Trey I was like Byers under... Empire. <laughs> Empire yeah, you know, yeah. Divine Joy Randolph, you know, it's... so many, so many of Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's a DC. Yeah, he's, he's in, in the DC. DC like, yeah. there's a lot of a uh, Mamadou Athey, like there's so many. Yeah, oh, no. so awesome. Yeah, that is good. Oh, 
Well, well if you want to be an actor, go to the yeah, Yale. Go to Yale. <laughs> ah, shout out, anyway. shout out to Yale School of Drama. Can shout I out to Yale School classes? of Drama. <laughs> <laughs> well, Winston Duke. Thank Winston you. the Duke. The Duke. Hey, that sounds you. so royal, thank Duke. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on Deadline Hollywood, New Hollywood podcast. Uh, Black Panther, February 16th. It's gonna explode. It's gonna explode.